Religiosanity, episode 74. That's right, back with Pastor Andrew. It's been a while. And Peter, I, I have a theological burden I'm carrying these days. Uh oh. And that is this uh, administration of pseudo justice, which happened uh, in Wisconsin. Uh, in Wisconsin. Yes. And. Uh, as, as, as a Christian, as a theologian now, I have serious problem with that. Not for political reasons. I'm not a jurist. I'm not the, you know, doctor of law. I'm a doctor of theology. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm really worried for us here again. Because after that ruling of jury was uh, pronounced that he was not found guilty, it, not that I'm vindictive or anything, you know, but I, I think that it, it is deeply troubling situation. Because as a consequence, what we are saying as a society through the ruling of the jury is that we value protection of property more than human lives. Right. And here actually two human lives and one mind. And I find it deeply troubling. I don't think that any property, zero property, deserves to be valued higher than human life. Yeah. Either we have bad jury, we definitely had bad judge there, and I have a reason for that, but we might have also bad laws, or maybe combination of all of that, if that is so. As, as a person of faith, I find it really deeply troubling. I put aside all the, you know, the, the arguments and commentaries about vigilantism and mm -hmm. all other things. That, that, that's secondary to all of this. Yeah. This is for me truly kind of very basic thing. You know, if... If the alternative is for me that someone is going to take my wallet and in order to keep it for myself I would need to kill that person I would always say here you are have it mm -hmm. because there are always ways of at least partly if not fully recovering it back car dealerships are insured mm -hmm. he was supposedly there to protect car dealerships or whatever it was you know your businesses are insured what do you have insurance for if you then go out and start shooting others and he clearly traveled there with that goal and I don't care you, you know 
what happened in between or around or yeah uh, but it drills back to this big dilemma is property more important or human life mm -hmm. is more important and for me the answer is clear it comes directly from Jesus and from everything I know about our religion that's the source of, of me being troubled with that and of course, then there are all those other things, you know, like we, like I mentioned before, you, you know, those a little bit more ephemeral things yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, surrounding it. Yeah. But uh, like vigilantism, you know, yeah. or wild yeah, yeah, yeah. west uh, kind yeah. of approach, which is clearly in the veins of many Americans. Uh, yeah. And... and uh, I wonder if this is an American phenomenon, this idea of property being um, important enough to kill over. Is that true or is that just a... Oh, you, you can find it everywhere. The wars are waged over the control sure. over the property and, and, and so on uh, eventually. But uh, I... That that's why I am very very close of being absolute pacifist also, because I don't think that it's yeah. worthy of uh, you know it's a little bit different fighting for the freedom of a person. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, and and so on. But property, give me a break. And there are always or almost always a ways to address it afterwards. Right. I mean, I have to admit that as a child, uh, I was happy to be in a house with a lot of guns. And that is because I had fear. I was overcome with fear that somebody was going to break in. And uh, what? Steal stuff or kill somebody uh, in, a, in their way of... That's slightly different. Yeah, you know, protecting yeah. lives, say, of other people or their freedom or their integrity is slightly different but uh in my fantasy it never got that far though as soon as someone comes into the house the fantasy was that my dad would shoot him dead if he's not supposed to be there that's what i'm saying i'm saying i wonder if this is just an american thing where we are <laughs> we are it's in us as as like this is my property if you're stepping on my property it's like it's like the old man with the gun on the is porch is it possible that deep inside americans know that they it's have not our property <laughs> that they have stolen the it's possible entire, it's very possible the entire continent from the its <laughs> right rightful owners yeah they're going to come back that i'm serious that might be it the people that we stole it from are going to come back and get it. Or a next wave would come. A next wave of pillagers will come right. and take it from us. <laughs> Be clever and better equipped. And, uh, yeah, you know, and that, that's probably also what is, uh, we, we talked about it, I think, earlier. Uh, 
that you have here these waves of immigration and all these new immigrants are actually met with uh, hatred and resentment and racism and uh, and so on and so forth you, you know hate yeah. of their religion say so uh, yeah you know first you have here anglicans down south and uh, congregationalist northeast and and then when uh, uh, there is a small colony of Roman Catholics kind of domesticated in Maryland, you know, mm. but, but then when, when the Quakers come and when the others come, uh, you, you know, the Germans are coming and then, uh, uh, then Scandinavians are coming and then Irish are coming, especially if they have different religion like Irish and Italians. Yeah. You know, and all of them are put down racially, mm -hmm. put down nationally. Jews uh, put down uh, religiously. Uh, eventually, they they will work their way in and kind of uh, assimilate, but also adopt this kind of mentality. Yeah. Like next wave is going to get us. Yeah, <laughs> and next yeah. wave is going to get us. So yeah. it is not only coming from the past, but it is uh, this uh, this uh, un this tainted conscience is yeah. producing it also for the future. Yes. So they are yes. fearful not only of that bloody past, but they are also fearful yes. of what might come after. Right. And and that might be that might be part of it, but I I I, I I'm simply not getting it. You know, uh, maybe no. because you know in Europe traditionally that was a worry for a nobility. Not for regular folks, right? <laughs> you know, right. they were fighting over their holdings, right? Uh, and you know, like knights and and earls and you know, no right. nobility. That that was their thing. Uh, while regular right. peasants, like my family was back, uh, you know, uh, maybe free farmers, uh, relatively soon that they were not uh, subjects, mm -hmm. uh, but. Um, they that was not their major worry and and all of them knew that you know should someone come and steal from them the authorities will come that that's their function the authorities would come and reinstate that right you know right it that's the function of police actually yeah you know or uh and, and so on or if not then you know tough luck because, you know, you are probably on wrong terms with your landlord, you know, mm -hmm. or with your, uh, with your knight or with your earl or count or whoever is uh, the nobility above you. And, and in that case, uh, nothing will change it. Yeah, yeah. Because that is just a lottery. Right. And, and therefore, you know, people are not taking it. But here you have this Wild West uh, mentality right. of what, what is justice. And combine that with racism. Like that, 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 we cannot take that from it. Even though these people that were killed were not black and this kid was white, it's still... A, no, but they were uh, fighting, you know, those who got killed, black, they were defending yes. blacks, you That's know. Right. And they were for these kind of racist... Uh, and I don't know if you heard Rittenhouse in an interview that he just did yesterday. He said he no. supports the Black Lives Matter movement. He literally said that on Fox News. I support the BLM movement. Mm -hmm. 
So here's, then that I found that interesting because that means that he is similar to the racists that I know very well, mm. which would be for Black Lives Matter as a movement, but would absolutely kill a black person mm -hmm. if they were robbing somebody. They would, they would have no, because that person, it, it, it falls right in line with their racist thing where a black person is just um, a criminal waiting to happen. Mm -hmm. And of course, we don't want to, we want to make life great for the black people that don't choose criminal life. But most of them though, of course, are, are just criminals waiting to happen. That's the mentality, the racist mentality. And it's again that bad conscience from the time of slavery. Yes. Uh, like we talked yes. about uh, Native Americans before and bad conscience towards them. This is the baggage, really psychological, spiritual baggage of American yes. society carrying and not being able to get over. It is like a big tarantula on our back, yeah. naving at us, even though tarantulas are not doing it. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> yeah. uh, it is like a big demon. It's yeah. like a yeah. big demon uh, clawing us from behind yeah. and not letting us go yeah. and not letting us free. And until it is clearly declared and named. So that's one thing. And the other thing is, which I really find, and that brings me back to that underlying fundamental thing Peter here is that you know aren't they 100 other ways of correcting that injustice yes. besides going and shooting someone uh, you, you know yeah. that that's what I mean yeah uh, 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 and fatally shooting that's the other thing you, you know first of all there are many different uh, uh, physical things to do to stop someone or something th that that's one right. thing but you know there are different you you don't need also to to carry with you if, if you definitely need to have a weapon right you know there's a thousand like fire, weapons fire, fire, firearm firearm <laughs> yeah. i mean there are number of different firearms you don't need to have military grade killing firearm yeah. to stop someone from doing something right you, you, you know, that, that, that's that to, to begin with. You can still kill, even yeah. with those weaker uh, guns. But uh, it's less probable that you'll do it right. than when you have these really extra power military grade uh, firearms. Right, right. But even without that, there are 100 ways, as I said, you, you know, uh, just let him have it. Yeah. First, yeah, because there are other ways of readdressing it afterwards. Or if you want to fight, there are a number of ways of doing it without actually killing someone. Right. You know, even if you need to, if you think that you have to shoot, that that's my problem with American police that they almost always shoot to kill. Yes, as if they were not trained to shoot, not to kill. Right. Especially with handguns, there are ways of, of doing it. Those are those less powerful, uh, uh, less powerful firearms, of course, handguns. And therefore, th th there are ways of stopping a criminal, yes. maybe harming him or her, but not necessarily killing. You know, we need 
as a nation communal psychotherapy sessions (laughs) or something like that because uh yes you know we we carry those demons from the past and and we are not often addressing them and when we start addressing them we are being called vogue yes you you, you know or uh critical race theory or something like that yes that, that that those are all legitimate attempts of dealing with these demons in our past right uh, right and 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 they need to be crack open that's right it needs to be discussed it needs to be dealt with yes yes atoned for yes and and then move on because until we actually deal with it until we atone for that we are not going to be free Yes, I think a nice analogy is that it is making us sick and we don't even know we are sick. We are being, we are acting in a certain way and we know something is wrong. We can't identify this original sickness of this that's, that's inhabiting the body, the virus or whatever. That's what I think of it almost as. No, and, and it starts clearly in a very early age, as you mentioned your dreams. Yes. yes. <laughs> you know, it permeates the society and the little children are sucking it in and, yes. and then are being frightened by, by this. Uh, of course, I had an, my own private uh, bad dreams, you, you know, or nightmares. Uh, occasionally I have until now. Yeah. You, you know, but as a as a child growing up, of course, ch- child children usually have uh, more of those because they are they feel being less in control. Yes. Uh, and uh, but frankly, Peter, it was never about shooting someone, you know, or <laughs> s- anyone breaking into our home. Interesting. Never. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I had other dreams, you know, yeah. and some of them were political because I grew up under a totalitarian yeah. regime and, yeah. and, you know, very bad th- things could happen to people at that time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, we, we definitely need, need to figure out how to deal with that. And uh, for that reason, true Black Lives Matter, not uh, endorsed by some kind of a shooter. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, you know, true uh, Black Lives Matter and critical race theory and and these kind of things uh, are in the need. And thank you for bringing this to us today. It's helping us heal a little bit from this. It's still oh, inc- include me. Yeah. In it. Yeah. You, you know, because good now to talk I about live it. here, so uh, it's 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 it's. <laughs> my problem as it is yours or it's it's all of our problem yes thank you till next time <laughs>